Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Family Engagement Fridays podcast by Early Learning Ventures. Today, we have Kathleen Larson, who is a registered dietitian and lactation consultant from the Mesa County WIC program, who will be discussing breastfeeding. Welcome, Kathleen, and thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So in our travels and working with mothers and families, some questions have come up that I'm so excited you are willing to join us today and answer some of these questions for parents. So the first question that often comes up is, how do mothers prepare to breastfeed prior to the birth of their child? That's a great question. And I'm glad that moms are asking that before they have baby. Um, The best thing you can do while you're pregnant is get as much education about breastfeeding and just normal baby feeding patterns um, before baby arrives. That way you feel prepared and you kind of have like a toolkit of knowledge ready to feed your little one as soon as they arrive. Um, So being able to take a breastfeeding or infant feeding class is really useful. A lot of hospitals or birth centers may teach a class. Um, The WIC programs um, in every county usually have a class as well. Um, I think even just talking to moms can be really helpful. Having that peer support is so huge. So hearing what worked well from moms, what didn't work well, what was challenging. Um, And WIC actually has a a breastfeeding peer counselor program as well. So they have moms who breastfed and have a little bit of breastfeeding training who can be that peer for moms. So I think having those connections and creating um, kind of your safety net, your your support, even before baby's here, that's going to be the best thing that's going to help your breastfeeding experience. Great. So we often also get asked from breastfeeding moms, how do I know if my baby is getting enough breast milk? I think every parent has that concern at some point in their breastfeeding journey. Um, When... A baby is latching, you can't see how much they're taking. So I think moms do have that seed of doubt, um, but there are a lot of ways that baby is telling you that they're satisfied. So um, kind of understanding the feeding cues of when a baby's hungry, they're rooting around, turning their head side to side. They might be kind of like sucking on their hands. Their hands might be in fists. Those are signs that baby's hungry. And then after you feed Babies often relaxed, they fall asleep, their hands um, kind of open up and relax. So just understanding those um, hunger cues and the society, um, like fullness cues, that's going to be a great way to understand what your baby is trying to tell you. And then just keeping an eye on how your um, baby is having um, wet and poopy diapers. We want them to have lots of wet diapers. Poopy diapers can vary, um, but we want to make sure that, you know, what's going in is going out. If your baby's having really saturated, frequent wet diapers, then they're hydrated and, you know, mom's doing a great job. Um, Growth is also a big factor. So if your baby is gaining weight, um, that's going to be a good sign that baby is getting what baby needs. Um, It can be really scary for first-time moms in those first couple weeks because newborn babies typically lose weight when they're first born, and that's totally normal, um, but it can be really alarming for first-time moms. So just keeping an eye on their growth, you know, going to your doctor's visits, attending your WIC appointments, um, so you can have that um, resource of checking baby's growth often. Great. So how can mothers continue to breastfeed when they return to work, school, for date nights, or any time they need to be away from their baby? It can be really challenging being a breastfeeding mom because we're 
being pulled in so many different directions, um, whether it is just having time for yourself or having to go back to work or school. Um, I think when you're starting out breastfeeding, it's good to really just latch baby on as much as possible. If you can kind of delay the introduction of a bottle, that will help establish your milk supply and really help baby learn how to latch and be efficient. But after a few months, you can introduce that bottle um, and you can pump and offer your breast milk in the bottle. That way you can continue to offer breast milk to baby. But I think having a game plan is the best um, best way to approach that. So knowing you know, who's gonna be looking after your baby, having the conversation of how often baby normally feeds while you're gone. Um, if you're going back to work or school, talking to your employer or your teacher and being aware of um, what the, the laws are. Here in Colorado, we um, are very lucky because Colorado supports breastfeeding in the workplace for up to two years. So legally, your employer has to allow you the um, breaks and the space and um, the opportunity to be able to pump at work for, for up to two years. So that's really great. On a federal level, it is um, up until a year. So when you go back to work, having the conversation with your employer about where you're going to be pumping, legally, they have to provide you a space with a door that locks um, and uh, also know where you're going to store your milk, have a cooler or, um, you know, a personal backpack with a cooler so your milk can stay cold while you're at work. Um, and then having the time, understanding when your breaks are, if you um work with others, you know, is someone going to cover your break and just making sure that you have that time. Um, it can be hard to manage the the times when you're a busy working mom. And um, it's really important that you have those discussions ahead of time because for an employer, it can be challenging, but actually supporting moms improves retention. So it's a benefit to the employers to be supportive of breastfeeding as well. Um, most of the counties in Colorado also have breastfeeding coalitions. Um, I know on the Western Slope, there's the Western Slope Breastfeeding Coalition that also tries to support some of the smaller coalitions. But one thing that is great about coalitions is they really try to support employers and, and moms going back to work. So working with um, daycares and employers and making sure that um, they feel prepared and have the adequate resources that ne they need to be able to support these families. Thank you. <clears throat> what are some tips when bottle feeding either breast milk or formula? That's a great question. And I think it does make moms a little bit nervous about having to introduce the bottle. Um, as I mentioned with the previous question, trying to delay that a little bit can just really establish um, a good latch so that when baby does go back and forth between breast and bottle, um, baby can be efficient at both. But how you offer the bottle um, can really play into baby still being able to latch really well too. So um, it, there's a thing called paste bottle feeding, and that is just how you feed <clears throat> the bottle can help mimic how a baby latches. So when you offer the bottle, um, some bottles can flow really fast. So if you can look for some of like the slow flow or even like a, a, a premature um, flow bottle, that can help slow down the flow so that it's not rushing so quickly into baby's mouth. 
if you keep baby a little bit more upright, kind of sitting in a, a more upright position and then having the bottle in more of a parallel to the ground position. So not so much that baby's going to be gulping it in air, but just so much that baby has to pull the milk from the bottle rather than it just flowing directly into their mouth. Um, breastfeeding is work for babies. So when they um, are given a bottle that can flow really quickly, they don't have to work as hard. So if you kind of slow down that flow, that can really help mimic how uh, it is for breastfeeding. And just like when baby feeds at the breast, they often um, will take breaks. They might just pacify for a little bit. They might fall asleep and then wake up and feed again. Um, so trying to mimic that by um, pausing during a bottle feeding. So letting baby take breaks, burp often. Um, and that can really help make sure that, um, you know, you kind of mimic the breastfeeding and that it's a slow feed and not just a, a really fast feed. And so talking with whoever is going to be feeding the bottle can be really important so that they are aware of these recommendations. Um, yeah. Great. Thank you. Does my baby need to drink water? That's a good question, especially, you know, the hot summer months, um, it can be really tempting to want to give our baby water because we're thirsty. We assume that baby must be thirsty too. Um, but your baby is actually going to be getting everything that they need um, to stay hydrated th through your breast milk or properly mixed formulas. Um, babies have really small tummies and they grow very quickly. So when we give them something that fills up their belly. We want to make sure it has calories and protein um, to make sure that they're able to kind of grow from what we're giving them. Um, if we give them water, then they're going to feel full but not get that nutrition that they need. So an appropriate time to introduce water is kind of around the age when you start doing baby foods. So that's often around six months. So around seven months is kind of the recommendation to start water. Um, it's also a great time to start introducing a sippy cup. So you can give, you know, an ounce of water in a sippy cup um, while your baby is eating baby foods or table foods um, to kind of mimic that meal behavior. Um, but yeah, if you're able to delay that till seven months, that helps baby grow adequately. Great. Thank you. How can mothers improve their milk supply if they have concerns? That is definitely a challenge for a lot of moms. And I think um, kind of going back to some of our previous questions of just being aware of normal baby feedings uh, habits. Um, so a lot of moms feel like their supply is low when a baby feeds more often, but they actually feed more often when they're going through a growth spurt. So, um, and babies have growth spurts really often. <laughs> um, so you might have a baby that typically feeds, you know, every two to three hours and then boom, all of a sudden they start feeding every hour. Um, the best thing you can do is just keep feeding on demand. If your baby is showing those feeding cues, it's really good to just let baby feed when they're hungry. Um, and that can vary um, day to day. So babies often have growth spurts around um, two weeks, six weeks three months and six months. So those are just some time frames to kind of keep in mind that a mom might feel that her milk supply is low, but just keep nursing on demand like you have been, stay close to your baby and really try to, um, to, to maintain that supply because breast milk is supply and demand. So if you do have a concern about your milk supply, the best thing you can do is to stimulate the nipple or the breast as much as possible. So nursing often, uh, um, if you're not around baby trying to pump more, if you don't feel you're making enough with your nursing sessions, you know, trying to add an additional pump when baby is sleeping, um, that's going to be the best thing that you can do to maintain your milk supply is, is to just keep breastfeeding and pump if needed. Great. Thank you. And our last question is, 
who should mother contact if she has questions in general about breastfeeding? Well, luckily, Colorado is very supportive of breastfeeding. There's a lot of resources for families, and it may vary um, county to county what's available, but um, there's definitely resources for you. So every county has a WIC program. WIC is um, very supportive of breastfeeding. They have lactation consultants and peer counselors, um, so they're going to be a great resource. You can um, check out the Colorado WIC website to learn more or to find a, a WIC county or WIC office in your county. You can also reach out to your local hospital or birth center um, because they often have lactation support available um, or can connect you with maybe um, a private lactation consultant that they work with as well. Um, talking with your pediatrician um, or your OB, uh, that can be another way to find great resources locally. And then, as I mentioned before, um, a lot of the counties in Colorado also have breastfeeding coalitions. On the Western Slope, um, there's the Western Slope Breastfeeding Coalition. You can absolutely check out their website as well. They try to support um, all of the smaller coalitions on the Western Slope. And the state of Colorado actually has a coalition itself. So um, cobfc.org is the um, Colorado Breastfeeding Coalition. And they're a definitely great resource as well. Um, on a federal level, the um, government also has a great resource for moms, more specifically going back to work. So if you have questions related to, you know, employers or daycare, that whole process of going back to work, um, womenshealth.gov is a great website to get more information about that. Well, thank you so much, Kathleen, for taking the time to visit with us today and answer some questions. And I know parents are going to find this information invaluable. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.